Are there too many PhDs? We'll talk about that next on The Scope. Examining the latest research and telling you about the latest breakthroughs. The Science and Research Show is on The Scope. I'm talking with Dr. Richard Dorsky, Director of the Interdepartmental Neuroscience Graduate Program at the University of Utah and Professor of Neurobiology and Anatomy. So are there too many PhDs? That's a question that's being passed around these days. What's led that question to come up in the first place? Well, the traditional path for PhDs is to become a professor at a research university, and it's always been clear that there probably aren't enough academic positions for all the PhDs that are trained in science. I guess it's become particularly of interest lately because uh, of reductions in funding through the National Institutes of Health uh, for grant money for um, scientific research, and so I that's led people to question even more whether uh, there are jobs out there in academia for PhD-trained scientists. You're the director of a graduate program, so you talk to graduate students a lot. Um, What's the feeling amongst the incoming students now about their prospects for the future? Students have always been concerned about whether there would be um, academic faculty jobs for them. Um, But that was really based on more in the past on the number of positions that were available. And what's changed is now they also see that that grants are getting harder to get. So even if they get a faculty position, there's a concern about how they're going to fund their labs. And I think the combination of those things has really led to more anxiety among graduate students about uh, whether they're making the right choice by going to graduate school um, if they want only an academic research process. a faculty position. And do we know if the current funding crunch has affected how many PhD graduates will go on to get jobs? Well, the statistics are not fully known at this point, I would say. But uh, anecdotally, at least, um, I think job searches are, uh, I, I know it in our department, job searches that we've done over the last few years, we've had more and more applicants for one job. And so it seems like there are more PhDs on the market for jobs than ever and fewer jobs out there for them to get. How are people talking about addressing this problem? Well, from the top down, uh, NIH has um, instituted requirements for career training that involve alternative careers besides academic research for students funded by training grants. Um, The graduate programs at the U and at other places um, have uh, instituted much more serious emphasis on uh, alternative career training and really with an idea of getting students to think about what, uh, what they really want to do with their careers and whether it requires a PhD. And we and, uh, in the neuroscience program and other programs require students to uh, put together an individual development career development plan which is a way to get them to focus on what their career goals are and to see if their current training is meeting that those goals. Do you see anything wrong with um, having students go into a PhD program basically knowing that they're not going to end up in, in academia in the first place? Well, the stated goals of the NIH-funded training grants and of uh, our program, I would say, are to place students in research science. It doesn't have to be in academia. It doesn't have to be primarily in a, a research institution. Um, but they, But we want them to stay in science, whether it's in writing, editing, um, biotech, 
So any of those outcomes, we feel, are acceptable results of PhD-level training, especially if the jobs that they're obtaining require a PhD. Um, what we would be more concerned with is students who go on to careers that don't require a PhD, such as maybe primary or secondary school education, which, while um, a worthwhile career, seems that it doesn't require the level of training or scientific research training that we offer in a PhD program. Of course, I've also heard the argument that having a PhD is going to help you no matter where you go, um, that having that, that knowledge and um, kind of in-depth perspective can uh, enrich any sort of career. I think that's true about education in general. Um, I guess the question we would ask students is whether they want to devote five or six years of their life to that outcome when they could get on with their life and get a job much more uh, much sooner and get the training on the job. What could happen if there are fewer PhDs? So that's an interesting side effect of this whole process, which is that uh, many research labs on our campus and other campuses, and especially labs of more junior investigators operate primarily through the um, labor of uh, graduate PhD graduate students um, who complete thesis projects, write papers, uh, produce preliminary data for grants. And um, with the current system, there's no clear replacement for those people. Um, postdocs and technicians serve different roles in laboratories. And um, without graduate research, it really uh, the, the system would have to be organized in a very different way. It's not necessarily an ideal system, but this is how uh, research science has worked for many years. And if there's going to be a big global shift in how we do graduate training, then there also has to be a corresponding shift in how research laboratories are staffed. Um, do you have any other uh, thoughts that you want to bring up? Uh, well, I think this is a critical time in... Uh, planning ahead for future graduate training programs. Um, with the recession in 2007-2008, we saw a big influx of graduate student applications, partly due to the economy, I think. Um, and now, at least anecdotally, we've noticed those applications starting to drop off because the economy has improved, but the job prospects in academic um, science have not necessarily improved. So the next couple of years, I think, will be critical in finding out what the pool of graduate students is going to look like um, and whether we're even going to be able to maintain the same level of graduate um, class sizes as we have in the past. So in other words, you don't want to act too soon. You want to see how it all shakes out. First. Right. I don't think we want to overreact. I think we want there's natural fluxes in the uh, number of graduate students coming in and getting and graduating every year, and we want to be able to adapt to those numbers, but we don't want to um, change anything drastic until we know that there's actually a change in the demographics of graduate uh, student applications. Interesting, informative, and all in the name of better health. This is the Scope Health Sciences Radio.